Hey guys, welcome to the special edition of So What Do You Think? My name is Missy, and um, probably for the last year and a half or so, um, I have been seeing so many people having dreams and visions of the rapture and the end times and things like that. And today uh, I have just felt compelled that I'm going to share a few of those on this special edition of the podcast and um, let you know what I've been hearing and seeing. Um, And it says in Acts 2.17, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all my people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show you wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So I hope these dreams impact you um, like they have me. And here we go. Hey everybody, this is my son Nehemiah, he's four years old, he's turning, how old are you now? You're four, but how old are you turning in next month? Five years old, November 7th, look at over there, November 7th, how old are you going to be? Five years old! Here, look at me now, tell me, what did you see? Uh, an angel. There was an angel. And I was about to go to the park, and it was right next to the dark. And when I was going to the park, uh-huh. there, and I saw Jesus walking. You saw Jesus walking? Yeah, all over the the the, the park. And then and when I fell, Jesus healed it. Oh, you fell in the park, and Jesus healed you? But you also talked about you were going into the heaven? Um, what the heaven looked like? Did you see it? Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of angels. There were there was a bunch of angels? And what those angels look like, though? Strong. They look strong? Hey, this is my niece, and she's going to tell you her dream and share it with you all so you all can prepare and be ready for this. So I ask that Jesus and those who are in heaven give her the fruit of your lips, Lord, so that she can tell her dream and tell what she has saw. Khalees, you ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Hi, my name is Khalees. I have this. I have, we, 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 the marmot right there came out of, and we, when Jesus came, and we felt just like a bird, and we all jumped out the car. We all jumped out the car, and... And we, and we got, had wings to fly up. So we fly it up like a bird? That's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So where was your grandmother? She came out those groceries and done shopping. And when she came out, what happened? Jesus came all the way. The angels came with me. The came the angels fly and, and pull us and we went in heaven. So when we went to heaven, what did you see? We saw heart and we had all Turn the, this way so they can see and hear you. And we had, and we had, we had, we had, we had, we had, um, 
and we, we went ahead and he said hi in our whole garden with animals and, and, and we had the and we sing flowers and plants and everything. So he said hi to us and did we say hi back? Yeah. Where was he standing there? He said, no, he just sitting in a chair. He was sitting in a chair? It was like a golden chair. Our dream with you, I guess. Uh, my son, who was four years old at the time, and I've since realized that he and my older daughter also have these dreams, these special dreams. And uh, he saw a few months ago, sometime last year, um, he told my oldest daughter about it, and then she told me about it, and then he retold me the dream. Um, I've asked him about it recently, but there's been some embellishment, so I just will stick with what the original story was that was given to me. Um, my oldest daughter is six, but she's very, very bright. Very, very bright. Six going on like 20-something. But um, my son said that he saw, like, ladies and men, they were going up in the sky, and he said when they went into the sky, they were marrying this real big man in the sky. And he said when they went go into the sky, they turn into princes, the men turn into princes, and the women turn into princesses. And he said, um, like, their clothes were changed, if I remember correctly. And um, he said that they went to the man with the big holes in his hands. And he said, Mommy, he had the holes. And I asked him, when I re asked him to tell me the, the dream, he said, Mommy, he had the holes. He said it was Jesus. And um, he told me that... Um, and this particular time when my son had the dream, he'd been crying himself to sleep like for three nights in a row because he really missed his dad and stuff. And um, I would pray with him and just encourage him and tell him that um, the Lord loves him, his dad loves him, even though, you know, we're not um, regular part of each other's lives. Um, I told him that his father really loves him. And I told him that his heavenly father really, really loves him more than anyone on this earth. And so the third night that he cried himself to sleep, he had this dream, and he said that after he went up in the sky, Jesus put his arms out to him and told him, come to me, and he said his name. I don't want to share his name for all these reasons, but he said, come to me, and um, my son ran to him. He said his arms were open wide, and he picked him up and scooped him up in his arms and hugged him tight and swung him around in a circle and said that I love you, and my son said he was so happy, and um, I believe he said everybody was wearing white. The man had on a white robe, and everybody was wearing white, and... Um, Right before that, he said, oh, yeah, there was one more thing. He told me this personally. He said, oh, yeah, Mommy, God told himself to become a man. And I teach my kids about the Word of God. We pray. I teach them how to pray. I teach them how to believe God, how to be a help to other people, and just how to be good citizens in, in, in the, you know, the kingdom and in, in this world that we live in. And, um, but I had not taught him theological concepts like that so for him to tell me that I was like wow I felt like Mary in the word when Jesus would talk to her and she held all those things in her her heart she pondered them in her heart and that's exactly what I did and um another dream that he had before this one was he said mommy he said we were at a beautiful dinner he said you and auntie were dressed up in the most beautiful wedding dresses and you look so pretty, you look like princesses. And, and I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, we were at a big dinner. He said, I, I, he said there was all this food on the table. And then um, he said, Jesus was there. And he said the same thing. He said, come, come to me. And he told him to come and sit down with him and eat with him so he could talk to him. And um, when I asked him, this was like last year too, like months before this other one. And when I asked him, um, just recently I asked him about the dream. And 
I wanted to see where they're going to be embellishments and stuff, but they were, this was on an embellishment. He said, no, it wasn't just you guys in dresses. He said, everybody was dressed up. He said, the, the men looked really nice. They had on fancy suits, and the women had on these um, beautiful dresses, like princesses. He said, and you and auntie. So I just thought that was fascinating. I truly believe that he saw um, the saints being translated in the first dream, and then in the second dream, he saw the marriage supper of the Lamb. So... Again, these are concepts I have not taught them. I, I would like to teach them because I see that maybe um, their minds would be receptive to receive it. They're very, very bright children, so. About 2.30 in the morning. It's definitely not the first dream that I've had that I definitely would classify as, you know, a message. But this one was by far the most powerful and... Um, it's so crazy. It was so short, but I've been compelled to make a video about it, especially since so many other people around the world are making videos like this. Um, but it was very short, maybe 10 to 15 seconds long. I've never had, uh, I've never heard the voice of God. I've never been spoken to <laughs> by God in that way. I mean, I think he's spoken to me before, but, um, in this dream, it was a dream and it was it, of God speaking to me. God spoke to me with his voice. And, um, he said this, well, first, you know what, I'm going to tell you kind of like what, how it was. I was, um, in a dream. I mean, I was just suddenly dreaming. Everything around me was white it wasn't a light or anything. It was just white. I was surrounded by white. And that's when I heard his voice. Now, when I was describing to my friends that I told this dream to about what his voice sounded like, I described it without even thinking what I said. I just, it just came out of my mouth. Um, I said, his voice was like a loving father. And then as soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized what I had said. He wasn't angry. He wasn't... He wasn't condescending or, or, or it wasn't like a desperate warning sound. It was just like a loving father telling me. It was a man's voice. And he said this. He said, sit back and watch terribly in the blink of an eye. That was it. And as soon as he said the words in the blink of an eye, Oh, I, I got a vision, and the vision was of a hand doing this gesture. Like, sorry, I pick my thumbs. It's kind of embarrassing, but it was making this gesture, like indicating a tiny amount. And then, boom, I woke up. At this time, it was so hot. It's August 26th that my husband's company was waking up. They were sending him to work. They were beginning at 3.30 in the morning because... <clears throat> He's a construction work, worker and, you know, they build metal buildings. It was just so hot. They were starting that early in the morning. So um, I woke up and I sat straight up. And as I sat up, my husband, who is not a believer, unfortunately, yet praying for him every day. Please pray for him. But um, I sat straight up and he was leaving the bedroom for work. He was dressed. So I know exactly what time it was. It was 2.30 in the morning. And he... Um, and before I even had time to process it, I mean, it was that fast. Sit back and watch. And then he paused and said, terribly, 
And then he paused again. And then he said, in the blink of an eye, kind of like that, like that's where the inflection was of his voice and everything. But, um, I sat straight up. I saw the hand, I sat straight up, woke up and I'm like, fish. That's my husband's nickname. It's how I met him. And I'm always going to call him that. But, um, I said, fish, I just had a dream and God spoke to me. And he was like, what did he say? And I said it, you know, I said exactly what he said. And again, I just woke up. So I didn't have any time to process any of this yet. I mean, it happened. I woke up, he was walking out the door and I told him what he said. And then he looked at me and he was like, terribly, what do you think that means? And so as much as I hate to run, I started to jog and, um, you know, this road, it's like full of hills and stuff. So it's not exactly one that's easy to run on, but you know, I'm praying in tongues and I'm calling out for Jesus and I, I can't catch up with him. And, um, and I got this sense of urgency, like he's leaving me behind. <laughs> like he's leaving me behind, like, like I was a little kid and, you know, and I was watching my dad, like get in a car and leave me somewhere and knowing that he wasn't going to come back. don't love me yet don't know that I'm the love of their life 
was it moved? Um, and yeah, guys, it really made me sad when I woke up. I was happy because I had a rapture dream, but I was sad because my family member was not happy or excited about Jesus coming. Um, and I'm not saying this person's going to get left behind. I'm just saying that uh, there's a lot of people that don't believe Jesus is coming. They think it's a fairy tale. They say, well, people have been saying this for so long. Why should I believe it? Why should it be my generation? And I just want to read to you guys what the Bible says about these people. In 2 Peter 3, it says this. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the father fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. First dream I am about to share with you was emailed in by Maranatha, and in her email she shares a beautiful glimpse at the Bride of Christ. And in her email it says, Hello, my name is Maranatha, and let me start by saying I prayed for a dream to see Jesus. That night I had the most incredible dream. I was standing before a white throne, and I saw the sides of it, but I knew Jesus was before me. He showed me a zoomed-in look at the beautiful white dress I was wearing. It was fine linen laced with pearls for buttons, very elegant and beautiful. It was like I had been dressed for the marriage supper of the Lamb. The dress glowed with this beautiful light and it was reflecting like a lake on a sunset. My hands were folded in front of me and I had my head bowed down. I was blushing and excited and filled with joy along with love and wonder with a huge respect for my father before me. I looked like a picture I had when I was 17 years old. I was young again and my hair was long and beautiful. I hope this encourages other on what's in store for those that love God. This dream was so wonderful and I cannot wait to see Jesus face to face. In Acts 2.17, the scripture says, And it's come to pass in the last day, saith God, I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Lord God Almighty, this message you gave me today, Lord, I just feel a heavy weight on me to share this, Lord, but I know this is what you once said. So, Lord, I just pray you to anoint this message and help me do it in the way you want it done. Your son's mighty name, Jesus. Folks, today's message is what the Lord wanted me to share. Oh, this is something he showed me about three years ago, and like I say, you know, anything I ever share or say, you don't got to believe me, but this is in the scriptures. Oh, man, and you know, I just feel this burden for all the people that don't know the Lord because this is going to happen. Uh, God showed me this. Oh, man. So brace yourselves. Uh, it's something I don't want to share, but the Lord just want me to warn you. If you're not saved, oh, man, <laughs> after you hear this, you're going to want to know the Lord because there's some things going to be happening you know, after the rapture happens that... 
I didn't want to see this, but the Lord, he took me and he showed me this. Like I say, you don't got to believe me. You don't got to believe nothing I say. But I know this is what the Lord wanted me to say. This is a warning to the people that don't know him and get left behind after the rapture. Oh, you'll find this over in Revelations chapter 9. And I'm going to read it right quick. Which says, starting in verse 13 through verse 15. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. Uh, like I say, folks, you ain't got to believe nothing I say, but this is what the Lord showed me one night. It's been oh, still more than three years ago. Oh, man. It's like the rapture. It happened. Uh, God's hand came down and got me off the earth. And when he did, when he pulled me up into the sky, he, it was like he, his hand stopped and I was in God's hand. And I got, you know, I looked back to see what was going on on the earth. And I started hearing these screams. I was looking down upon a city. Don't know what city it was. It was a pretty big city somewhere. Not sure where in the world this was located at. But this is what I saw. People was running and screaming and just as fast as they could go. They was terrified out of their minds to get away from something. I didn't see it yet, but they just kept running. And... You know, I was so high up on the sky in God's hand that I could, you know, just see them. They just looked like just small people, you know, from way up where I was, just running. And then I saw what they was running from. Oh, there was these huge giants. I knew it was those ones that was bound in the great river Euphrates in Revelation chapter 9 that was loosed upon the earth. There's a couple of them, and they was walking through this city. Oh, man, and nothing could stop them. They had no weapon. And they were so strong. Oh, and they was hunting people. And they could, you know, any building they could walk up to is just like a piece of paper. they just walk up to the building and just rip right through it, grab people out of there and just, this is over. People was running, screaming for their lives, like, oh, jeez. Oh, Lord, I, said, I wouldn't want to see this. But the Lord showed me this to share with you people that don't know him and are not saved. It's something you're going to see if you don't know God and you're left behind. Oh, please, listen. You don't want to be here. Oh, it's bad. And these giants, they just kept going. It's 24-7, 365. And nothing could stop them. No weapon. You got a gun. A gun ain't gonna help. You got a tank. A tank ain't gonna stop them. You got a nuclear bomb. It ain't nothing. An angel. That's 70 foot tall. And I, I know what I saw. You don't gotta believe nothing I say. This is what the Lord showed me. And this is what is gonna happen, folks. Oh, I feel the... Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> Please get to know the Lord. Oh, they, and these angels, they didn't stop, folks. They just kept going, and nothing could stop them. Nothing. They was released. I went to Reed and they was going at it, man.
Oh, Jesus. It was bad. And as this went on, uh, these buildings, I was watching all these tall buildings and just one after the other, just like click, 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 just the lights. Like somebody's throwing a switch on them. They just started going out till all the lights just gone. The switches was thrown and they just one after the other, just the city started getting darker and darker. This electric was going off all through the city. And the last thing I saw in this city that was lit up off in the distance, I'm not sure what city this was, was one of those huge screens that you see sometimes in cities that are like advertising or you know, somebody's face talking. The last thing I saw in this, this screen, it just started fading away like this is the last drop of electric was in this screen and then it was gone in the city it was dark it's like i've been out hunting in the woods and before the darkness you know i put my hand in front of my face to see it and it was so dark you couldn't see your hand in front of your face so that's what it was like in the city just poof, gone black all the screams over done the giants was done the giant angels they moved on to the next place somewhere don't know where it was but they was going on to do their job 24 7 365 eliminating people the third part of men one of out of every three people that's lived up to that point they was after them it was their job it's like they was uh, a watch, a clock that had been wound up for thousands of years and released like a spring and just getting it done. Their job was to get it done and to do this. And they had no mercy. They had no sympathy. There wasn't in them. It's like a terminator. A big arch before me. The arch was not real clear, so I asked the Lord why it was not really clear. I then saw it become clearer. It was a large white arch with beautiful curtains draped on each side. I was wondering why there were curtains, but did not understand. I then saw Jesus walking toward the arch. He was dressed in a white robe with a blue sash across his chest. He walked through the arch, and as he did, I could see the mountains in the background. I noticed how beautiful the sky was also. The sky was beautiful with all its colors. Jesus was then on a mountain in front of me. His light was shining so bright that he lit up the whole area. I then saw many people all dressed in white robes, walking through the arch. I noticed Jesus lifting up his arms with a shepherd's staff in his right hand. The people kept walking towards him as he stood on the highest mountain. I then remember hearing a voice say, Welcome home, my bride. I remember feeling so much peace and joy as we all walked to our Lord. The time is coming. Yes, the time is here. Jesus himself appears in our midst. And I've been seeing him so many times lately in dreams. It's just been so incredible. 
In this particular dream, I saw him like I always see him with a neatly trimmed beard and shoulder-length hair. He's just such a beautiful, handsome man, but there's such a love about him that even in his human beauty, the love just overtakes you and wraps around you and lets you know that he really is the son of God, the prince of peace, the king of kings, the lord of lords. There's a power and a majesty about him. And there was a, um, he just, he knows exactly what's happening and he's in control. I love my four-year-old daughter and she is going to tell you all a dream she had about Jesus. Jesus. Hi, everybody. My name is Mina. I'm going to tell you a dream about Jesus. Okay. Go ahead. When did you have the dream? Oh, I don't know. I forgot. Was it a long time ago or was it? A little long time ago, like that much. Okay. Um, so, when I was in the castle, I saw I was, I, I was sleeping. I heard a boom. And then... You were in a castle? Yeah. Okay. And um, I saw a light moving around, but it was Jesus. So I went out and... How did you know it was Jesus? Because I saw his face. And, and I went out and told everybody I saw um, a light. A light. And then I said... Look, I see Jesus. I know what Jesus looks like now. I was in heaven. I was standing there and all of you, but it was behind me. All of you? Who's all of you? All of you guys. Who? My family. Me and mommy? Yes. Was Gabby there? Yeah. And Connie? Yes. And then what? And then Jesus and the angels. They stand there and smile at me. They smiled at you? Yes. And what did Jesus look like? You had long hair. You had old shoe on. Shoe or armor on. He, he was light brown. He was light brown? Yes. Okay. His hands was huge. Like, huge. Oh, wow. And he was huge. <laughs> he was huge? Yes. And then what about, uh, what about the angels? What did they have on? They had white shield. Oh, could you see their face? No. Why? Because they're too bright. And then you said you saw what else? Mm. A tree? Yes, we had lots of doves in it, and they had lots of food. They bring it to you, and Mommy, and Gabby, and Connie. The doves brought us food? Yes. But um, I just uh, really feel that it's the right thing to do to share, to encourage everyone. Um, You know, because there's a lot of people like me who can't wait to see Jesus. So um, I just woke up this morning. And uh, my little boy, he's three years old, is uh, he won't stop telling me about a dream that he had last night.
He says he heard a loud horn. He said he saw people going up and he keeps showing me with his finger the people going up. And he said he saw shiny hats. He keeps saying it over and over and over again. Shiny hat, shiny hat. And then making the noise of the trumpet saying, mmm. And um, like I said, I wasn't going to record this, but um, I really feel like my son had a rapture dream or a vision from the Lord. What did he tell you? He said I did a good job. Good job doing what? Raising my children. And what else? I told him I wanted to go with him, and he told me no. Where's Nancy? Why? He wouldn't let me go. Do you know why? He don't want me. Yes, he does. Sure he does. He's not ready for me. He told me. Well, he's not ready for you. That don't mean he don't want you. I don't want to go with him. How come? Because I love him. <laughs> That's a good answer. He's a, he's a very good man. Yeah. What else did he say to you? He said I tried hard. What's he look like? He's beautiful. Beautiful? Like what? Like an angel. Like an angel? He's so beautiful. He's so nice. I want to go with him. I know you do, Mama, poor thing. <laughs> no, I'm really ready. If you let me go, I go now. Y'all be gone, because I go. I love that man. He takes me everywhere. He told me he told me I was a determined woman and that I did good on earth. And I told him, I said, well, I can, now I can go with you, right? He don't like me to go with him. Mama, that means you got something you got to do. Something here you got to do. You want to please him, right? I'm going to. See there? Whether he's there or whether he's not, I'm going to please him. He was pleasing me. He's what? He was pleasing me. Yeah. Well, he said a lot of good things to you, right? Nothing bad? No, he don't talk bad. He don't talk bad? He's beautiful through and through. Anybody that that don't know him need to know him. Need to be like him. He's nice. That's how I want to be. That's how I want to be. That's why I want to go with him, but he don't let me from all over the world have gone missing i highly urge you to watch this video so that you know exactly what has happened that you have just experienced the rapture 
My rapture begins on what is seen to be a beautiful spring or summer day. It was so beautiful out. It was nice and warm, and I was walking home on my way from the store with my daughter. As I was walking into my community, I looked up, and all of a sudden, I noticed a sudden rush of clouds show up from nowhere. I didn't understand this because it was so clear outside in the sky. Where did they come from? I then saw the most beautiful white horses galloping above the clouds in my direction. One horse had a gentleman on it and a woman on another, both wearing white tunics, white prayer shawls with this beautiful blue trim. All I could think of is, wow, how beautiful. In my heart of hearts, I knew that the rapture was about to take place. I then asked this man who was walking beside me, sir, can you see what is going on? He just stood there in fright and said, wow, my gosh, I see it too. We then saw the Lord on a cross above the sky being pulled upright. I couldn't believe it. I literally almost fell to my feet. Just to see this made me feel as if I was there experiencing it. As this was happening, I all of a sudden felt the urgency to spread the news of the Lord to anybody who was around me. There were three women that were walking towards me, and I just couldn't help but come to them and say, please tell me that you accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, that you've accepted him, and that you know that he died on the cross for your sins. The first lady I preached to just looked at me and brushed me off like I was crazy. The second lady looked at me and laughed. And then the third lady looked to me as if she wanted to accept the Lord, but felt like she had time. Within a split second, all of a sudden, I started rising up to the sky. I felt such peace, such happiness. And as I was going up, I saw this massive explosion happening away from me. Cloud of smoke, which looked to be like a nuclear bomb that just went off. But my focus was on going up, and when I got there, I was amazed. I was in a field of beautiful flowers. The flowers were so vivid that it reminded me like something out of What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. Everything was so vivid. The colors, the flowers, everything was so beautiful, so perfect. The trees, everything. I just couldn't help but look and admire and couldn't believe that I was actually in heaven. At this point, I was with a bunch of people who were with me, and we were all so happy to see what was going around us. And then a gentleman came up to us as a group and said, are you ready to see your mansions? Are you ready to see what the Lord has created for you? And I said, yes, I was ready to see. I then thought of the Bible and how the Lord says, In my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I couldn't wait to see what the Lord has in store for us. I then walked up to this beautiful white mansion, which I knew in my intuition was mine, and it was spectacular. It had beautiful detail and grass. As soon as I walked up the stairs and opened the door, I was in absolute amazement. Right in front of me was Yeshua. He was waiting to greet me in my very own mansion. And I was so excited and so happy to see him. I just went right up to him and gave him the biggest hug and told him, thank you, thank you, thank you, and how much I loved him. He had a beautiful white robe on and a gold sash. And then he grabbed me by the hand and he said, let me show you what your mansion looked like. And let me tell you, he knew exactly what I like and what I wanted because the mansion inside it was breathtaking. It had beautiful white furniture, white tables, 
lots of accessories around it, which is beautiful. And it even had this beautiful glass chandelier with diamonds on it, which was just so breathtaking, breathtaking to look at. From this point, he then took me to the outside balcony, and that was even more of a beautiful sight. It had my favorite flower, which is pink bougainvillea, and a beautiful balcony overlooking a waterfall and water. It was, it was so beautiful. I can't even tell you in words how amazing it was to see this. At this point, then, he took me to the kitchen, and in the kitchen was a whole other story. It was so nice because he knew how much I liked to cook. So I started looking at all the details from there, and that was another sight. Beautiful white detail from the table to the kitchenware. I was so excited to start cooking, and I knew exactly what I was going to do. And at this point, Yeshua left my mansion, and I then started cooking. I just had this urgency to start cooking. So I started cooking, and then people started coming in and out of my mansion. People that I didn't even know came to visit me and welcome me into heaven. And I started cooking, and I actually remember making one particular thing, and that was fruit salad. I was so happy that I was in heaven. I can't even describe how excited, how happy I was to be in this place, which was my home. It felt like home. And I was in the presence of the Lord and others, and we were all together as one, as one Christian family. With one split second then, the Lord sent me a message in my mind and said, I need to show you something. I was then dropped in the exact place where I was raptured. It was darker than dark outside, and I'm not quite sure if it was day or night, but it was just completely pitch black. So I then started to walk around to see what was going on, and as soon as I started walking into the community where I lived, um, I started seeing crime begin to happen. I actually saw two cops at that point that were hitting somebody with batons, and the person was on the floor. That was completely terrifying. I then started uh, walking a little bit faster because I wasn't sure what would happen if I had stuck around long enough. As I walked a little bit more, I then saw a woman who had her purse stolen, and there was a man that was running ahead of her with her purse. So I then caught up with him and helped her and gave the purse back to her. She was so happy, but that was also another thing I saw. Then a little bit further ahead, I saw another thing taking place, and that was a drug deal, um, exchanging drugs for money. So there was all kinds of things going on in my dream. I then decided to walk um, a little bit around my area, but didn't see too much as it was very black and very dark out. I had the feeling in my dream that a lot of people were probably either raptured that lived in my area or out of sheer terror were locked in their homes because of all the crime and all the things that were going on around them. I then decided to uh, walk out of my neighborhood to walk into other areas to see what was going on in other parts of my town. But as soon as I got further and farther away, I noticed that there was somebody that kept creeping up behind me and began to get closer and closer to me. And as I looked back, I noticed he had a black hood on and just kept getting closer. So as soon as I turned around to ask him what he wanted, he just gave me this evil look and said, you don't belong here. I knew that I didn't belong there because I knew that the Lord didn't have that in store for me. He just wanted me to share this message of what it was going to be like for those that are left behind. And the Lord doesn't want that for us. He wants us to accept him now before the rapture takes place. And then this last part of my dream, this is when everything started becoming so very real. And I believe ties into what is going on in the world today. 
I then saw a long demonic hand that started turning this dial on this machine. And as soon as it started turning this dial, I began to start seeing these frequencies and this radioactive stuff going off. And then people started acting in a weird way. I could actually see them walking and moving very strangely as if they were being controlled by this dial. And I could see how people began to start walking alike, began to start acting alike. It was very strange, but I knew that this was all going to happen because it was written in Revelation. And then that's when my dream ended. When I woke up from this dream, I began to remember everything in detail and began to write everything to make sure that I had everything in its right sequence so that when the time was right and the Holy Spirit told me it was the right time that I could share it with you. And now is the time. And I believe now is the time for us to be praying together as a whole because time is very short and the return of the Lord is coming very near. So I would like to end this video with a special scripture from John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I really hope that this video um, blesses you and your family. Please like, share, and Hey guys, so I hope you enjoyed that um, Dreams and Visions episode, and um, it was real important for me to share that with you. Uh, the Dreams and Visions are coming from all over the world. There's literally thousands of them on YouTube. That was just a little smidgen of them, and um, I know some of the Dreams and Visions of Tribulation is scary, but... Um, you know, if you know Christ, he's going to protect you if we have to go it through any of the tribulation. I don't know the answer to that. I pray we don't, but if we do, he's going to protect us. And um, the most important thing about hearing these is for people who don't know Christ to know Christ. Um, because in these days and hours, you can tell that we are in the end of days just by in Matthew where it says, you know, there will be... Um, earthquakes in various places and all these wetter patterns that are, that are going crazy. The love of many will grow cold. Good will be evil and evil will be good. Well, we see all those things and there is absolutely nothing that has to happen before we are raptured. Um, all the prophecies that had to happen before that have been fulfilled. So um, if you want to know Christ as your Savior, I just pray that you bow your head with me. And um, it's a heart matter, as I always say. So you don't really have to say these words. You just have to believe in your heart and follow Jesus. If you want to say the words, say them with me. Dear Lord, just come into my heart. I know that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you are the Son of God, and God sent you to save me from my sins. I know that you are on the right, sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, Lord, and are alive and well. As we can tell by these dreams and visions, you still come to people and share with them what's going on in the world and what we need to do. And we just have to know, give us discernment to know who to trust, Lord. But come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, and help me grow closer to you, Jesus. Give me dreams and visions. Give me discernment and wisdom. Whatever you're willing to give me, Lord, then I'm, a, I'm really open to that and willing to be that person. So please, Lord, just come into my heart. And live in me 
and I love you so much. Thank you for saving me from this evil world. In Jesus' name, amen. So we'll see you later, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with our regular program Sunday with JJ. Bye-bye.